Dark Aloha, and thank you for listening to Interview with DJ Malterna. I'm speaking to the dark romantic duo, William Faith and Sarah Rose Faith, better known as the Bellwether Syndicate. Thank you guys for joining me. I was in Chicago right now. Are you guys in Chicago? Yeah. yeah. I, I, guess, I know you guys have been busy. God, for so I mean, the last time that we I saw you, Sarah, was at the at the uh the concert, you know, in San Francisco with the Clan of Zymlocks and yeah, it was twenty nine twenty nineteen or yeah, 2019. right before the pandemic. Yeah, I remember that it was already starting over there. People were like, you know, I was thinking, am I gonna get sick? <laughs> there were so many people there, you know, and uh, yeah, it's so great. And I don't think well, I know I know William is there, but I think I didn't meet him that night, but uh. I don't know. It's just crazy, but yeah. Thank you guys for for joining me. Um, I, I know you guys are coming out with a new album. It's gonna it's gonna be released in um, the end of the month. I'm just excited for that. It's a is a long awaited album. It's called Vestige and Virgil, and you just released your last your your very latest single, which I really love. It's called The Golden Age. I love the title too as well. You know, I wanted to know a little bit about how you guys. You're such a great team. Such a Great connection. How'd you guys like get together? How'd you meet? <laughs> That's a <laughs> decades ago. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The story goes back some time. Um, back in around 1992, I uh, was leafing through a, an issue of an old Chicago goth fanzine called Permission. <laughs> and um Somewhere in the back of that magazine, there was this very small Xeroxed kind of grainy picture of this this girl, this nameless woman, um, um, standing with some guy. Uh, and it was out of context. There was no uh, caption, no information. It wasn't part of a larger article. It was just this disconnected photo in the back of a magazine. But um, it's only disconnected though for people outside of Chicago because everyone in Chicago would know. Of course, but <laughs> but you know, obviously these things have distribution and get outside those borders. And so for me in LA, there was just no information. Yeah, you know, it was just a photo with no name. And however, I was very taken <laughs> with the person in this photo so much so that I was at my guitarist's house at the time in another band that I was in and. It was his magazine, but I was so taken with the photo that I nicked it and I took it home with me. And uh, and for years, I had no idea who that was. But every once in a while, I would look through this magazine and just kind of stare at that photo. And then uh, a few years later, I came across uh, a you know sort of scene related you know article, and there was a picture of it was it said DJ Scary Lady Sarah, but it was an interview and and a picture of her, and I went, "That's that girl!" And so. Um, <laughs> But you'd then, heard my name before. Yeah, I'd heard the name, but I hadn't made the connection. And this was before, really. Yeah, it's pre-internet. John of the Air, so, right. He knew my name from TJing, and I knew who William Faith was from all the bands. <laughs> so, but we didn't know, really know quite, well, at least I knew what he looked like, but he didn't know what I looked like. <laughs> and we'd been in the same room at that point Twice. once. Well, no, Twice. once at that point. Oh, at that point, yeah. And, uh, right. and but we'd never met. Um, I didn't see her that night. Otherwise, I would have known uh who she was but that was uh but whatever the case that was the beginning of that and then once i knew who she was we eventually made contact there was you know booking things and whatnot and then we met in 1995 mm -hmm. um a mutual friend pat ogle from project records at back yeah. then 
Yeah, um, he was on the show, you know. He, we, we actually we actually talked about you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> all lives. All lives. <laughs> yeah, I was just, just going to say, you know, um, yeah, Patrick Ogle. Yeah, he, we, we talked about you guys. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, good stuff. Good stuff, yeah. Unlike, yeah. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so, so basically, Pat said, he was like, oh, yeah, there's a, a project barbecue that, you know, over at Sam's house in Silver Lake. And, and, um, and it was Sam, who owns Sam Rosenthal. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he was like, yeah, I'm going. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing scarily to Sarah out. And I was like, oh, Sarah's going to be there. And so I showed up <laughs> and, uh, and that was, that was when we met. And it was one of those immediate, you know, just like, I know. Yeah. I can, I can, I can feel that I, I'm getting the the goosebumps, you know, what they call it. You know, <laughs> just thinking about you guys doing that because I can see the connection. I know you also have a, pirate uh what is it called you guys have pirate a- wins yeah is, is that like a, a dj um thing you guys do together that's the two of us we don't do it as frequently as we used to but we're but we're still active we're- it's more like it should be like a soulmate kind of what is it pirate twins should be like twin flames kind of <laughs> for Same you guys it comes from the, the uh, thomas dolby song europa and the pirate, europa twins. And the pirate twins oh that's so cool yeah you guys are so passionate i mean just your the music and just I, I see all this stuff on Facebook, you know, I kind of keep up with some of these things. You know, I'm I can't even go on Facebook most of the time, you know, to like everybody's posts and all this thing. It just goes so quickly. You know how it is. Right. But yeah, we're very I, busy people like yourself. I know. Yeah. You guys are just I the, I know you guys are just you. So there's there a tour coming up, right? There's a tour coming we, up. We just finished one. We just uh, <clears throat> we were. Please continue. Yeah, we just finished um, doing almost an entire month as for the fourth time as direct support with Clan of Zymox, kind of picking up the tour that was canceled midway through in 2020 due to the pandemic. And uh, so we finished that with some additional dates Yeah, just just two weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah, then uh, and then we'll be heading out again. We've got other dates uh, that we're looking I know about. to Europe or around. Yeah, the last time that we we actually uh we actually met was, you know, so it's coming full circle again. <laughs> was that the the kind of Zymlocks with Chris right. Mackman? Yeah. yeah, and that was uh that was wonderful. Yeah, so this album, I know you just released um you know several singles, it's still be a mirror. Who does the songwriting? Um, the lyrics and <laughs> it's it, well it's a mix. It's um you know, I I write the majority of stuff, but Sarah's been contributing consistently. Um, you know, and she has a brand new song on this album coming up yeah uh, I, I know i mean i i, I you you're singing actually right on clarion can, can mm-hmm. i yeah yeah it's great thank you <laughs> I, I'm, yeah i mean i'm looking forward to playing um well i i know the 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 golden age is released and not all the songs are but by the time this interview airs it's going to be out anyway you know so april 28th is the release date that's right and this interview will air on the 29th so oh, nice. how, how did you come up with the with the title of the album? It was really um, a, a natural process, but it was uh, because we're releasing vinyl with this with this album um, for the very first time since Great. I first started recording stuff. We were uh, kind of forced to think in sides, album sides again, and so that was a unique experience that we hadn't. You know, I I hadn't entertained in decades, and so 
um, the sort of direction that the album took shifted over the process. And uh, it seemed to fall. We you know, originally imagined that the album was going to be a little bit more political in nature, kind of like, you know, our earlier stuff. But it organically really is a, partially as a result of the pandemic and then other circumstances it just shifted and became something far more personal in nature. The songs really took on a deeper kind of more personal meaning. Mm -hmm. And out of that, they seemed to fall into one of two convenient categories there. Was, and so one of them was sort of vigil, which was holding vigil for the things that we've lost, which over the course of the pandemic was people situations, you know, and then uh, the other was sort of vestige, which is, a celebration of what is left of what remains and so it each and each one of those kind of became a side of the album and so collectively it's vestige and vigil but each each side kind of has its own narrative to it and so out of that became this very unique and interesting whole and i know that that album's going to be released on set records in north america and uh Nexalus Records, which is part of the Schubert Music Europe. And that's wonderful. Yeah. And big shout out to Shameless Promotion PR. Yeah. yeah. Always so wonderful. Yeah, she's great. Love yeah. Always, yeah. always have to do a shout out to her because all these amazing talents that go on the, that I, I, I always interview, like you guys. Thank you. And William, I know you've been so, um, I mean, you're old school. Both of you are, right? You've been in so many bands, Christian Death. Faith in the Muse, of course. Uh, God, I, I played them. You know, I used to be in college radio for 16 years. I hosted a Feast of Friends and Faith in the Muse was in Christian Death. All the old school songs, you know, have always been on my roster to play. And uh, how do you how do you guys like to keep up? I mean, you're continuing to play music. I know, Sarah, you're one of the one of the best DJs and uh, well-known DJs in the in the scene. That's very nice. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, 35 years now. <laughs> I know. My club night, which is called Nocturna. No, isn't it? Has been since ever? 1988. <laughs> has been since 1988. So I think before you. Um, yeah, our 35th anniversary is in June. Yeah. So, and yeah I, you guys, you yeah. guys are just, um, oh, so, you know, totally like so passionate about everything you do. And uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys can see you guys in Hawaii one of these days. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Have you ever to. been here? Never. No. Oh, yeah. We'd love to. And no, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to, by all means. And uh, and William, I know you also did um um Shadow Project as well. And uh what else? Um Sex Gang Children. Uh God, I kind of keep up. I don't even know. And I know you produce many other um you help other artists and produce their music and do this stuff. Um, I, some sometimes when I do interviews, you're mentioned. I just can't remember the top of my head. <laughs> Although you know, there's so many people, but um, yeah. Well, between all of it, yeah, I definitely have my my hands in many cookie jars. I know. Uh, how do you how do you keep up with everything? I mean, you guys are March Violet is another one too. Yep, yep. And we're doing the Violets again, and that's there's touring coming up for that, and new album coming out. And so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is what we do. Yeah, this is our, our whole world. And so we're constantly involved in one thing or another. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're always busy with something. And uh, so 
there's uh, never a shortage of things to do, and we're engaged at every level twenty four seven. This is this is the world we live in, and uh, so and we've been you know had our foot on the accelerator since the end of the eighties, really. Yeah. Do you do you remember back in the day when I don't know what it's called in other places places in the world, but in Hawaii, it was before it was even called goth. There was no such. It wasn't wasn't even a word right back then. I mean, as to, to describe the culture, it was more like death rock over here. I don't know yeah. what it's called in other places. Like here in Chicago, I know it's kind of regional, it seems like, too. But um, very early on, I remember people talking about doom and gloomers and doom and gloom rock and then it, then death rock and then goth later. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. If it's death rock, it's if it's from L.A. Otherwise, it's sparkling gothic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but the, uh, the, uh, yeah, that was the death rock tag was the very first one that I heard when I first yeah, encountered yeah. that. And, uh, back in them, in, in those days, it was very much part of the punk scene and I know just like here, kind of all one thing. They're all together, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. And, you know, the bills back then at, at clubs used to be far more mixed as well. And so you would get hardcore bands death rock bands you know roots rock kind of stuff i mean you would get joanna went fear the blasters and christian death on one bill back then and so it was a very very different era but um out of that yeah it became you know it became gothic and that i think i first heard that word used in connection to something it really wasn't until the mid 80s um i started to hear that word um, outside of the literary reference um, in connection to the music. And um, I think the first club that I can point at, funnily enough, was the Crypt. Um, we <laughs> had the tag, a Gothic nightclub. <laughs> that was the first time I remember seeing LA. that in print in LA. Yeah. That would have been 87, where I saw it in direct, used as an advertising thing. So, you know, the, your latest single, Golden Age, that, that came from a dream, right? It did. Yeah, Maybe talk about that a little bit. Sure. Do you, um, do you, do you get dreams? I mean, do you, are you, um, do you dream a lot, you guys? You know, some people, they fall asleep. And I can't remember my dreams, to be honest. I, I try to write them when I wake up and because I'll fall asleep and I'll forget. I, I have very vivid dreams. Not generally musical unfortunately William does though <laughs> it's rare it's super rare for me and um yeah I think we both had vivid dreams we talk about them you know when we have a weird one or something you know interesting but uh a lot of the times it's just very you know mundane or slightly bizarre things but um this one particular morning I was uh I'd uh was having trouble sleeping so I was sleeping on the couch um, that particular night and all of a sudden I just sat up and this complete melody and lyric was in my head so I had the verse melody the chorus melody the vocal melody the beat and uh, I didn't have the verse lyrics but I had the chorus lyrics and that was all there in one piece and Sarah was standing in the kitchen when I woke up and I just s- sat up and then I woke up, then I stood up, didn't say anything to her and just went straight downstairs to record this before I lost it. Wow. Which, um, it's very rare that a song will come to me in that way. Um, it's, I can I, really, I can 
cannon on one hand and still have fingers left. You know, how many times I've had something like that occur, but that's as complete a thought as I've ever had come to me in a dream. So I was, I just raced downstairs. I didn't want to say anything because if I started getting into a conversation, I could, I could lose it. So I just ran downstairs and captured it. And it was like, okay, I got it. And, uh, and some of those initial scratch tracks are actually what made it on the record. And, you know, I love the, the album cover. Wow. That's a beautiful album cover. It's kind of like the golden age, right? <laughs> Has well, all those is. references to Greek. Uh, let me see. I'm looking at it. Um, let me see. I, it's such a beautiful, I mean, who's, who took the photo? And that, uh, was, that would be Clovis, Clovis four, Clovis the fourth, um, who um, has been um, our friend for a very long time and connected with me all the way back to the test records days. Uh, he's, you know, been taking photos uh, for a long, long time. And he's very, very great at what he does. Yeah, he's amazing. So where's this place at? I mean, this, I mean, the people haven't seen the album yet. Go check it out. It's really a beautiful cover. I mean, when I saw it, even the, you know, how you, how the photo was taken, you know, kind of like very ghostly, mystical, magical. That would be the Sansuchi Palace, if I'm not mistaken, in Austria. Um, but I'd have to double check my work on that. Beautiful. Wow. And the video, and I know you guys have been making videos as well. And I, Sarah, I know you're a part of that video stuff, the videos that you do for the single. Yeah. A minor part. <laughs> I mean, I I have contributed some some of the footage and I've, I've filmed a bit, but it's and really shoot, yeah. Anyhow, yeah, I've helped shoot, but William's done all the editing completely is himself. Still, I asked for taste calls on all this stuff, so it, it, <laughs> is, it is a group process. <laughs> wow! So, can you talk a little bit about? Um, I, I know when you go live, you have um, band members that perform live with you. Do you want to do a shout out to them? Yeah, we have, we have the <laughs> best lineup ever now. So um, joining William and I live is Philly Peroxide, who's been with us pretty much from the beginning on keyboards and what has been now called goth tambourine. <laughs> People start shouting that out to him from the audience. Um, and he's also doing backup vocals now, too, which is which is a recent addition um, of his talents. And then we have, on, as William always says, on... Um, Indefinite loan from the band The Brick Bats, Corey Gorey, who's doing also rhythm guitar and bass. He and I switch up throughout the set. He's fantastic, amazing performer. Both love him, and we've known him for many years as well. That's so much energy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he makes he makes I think all of us, and I definitely myself perform better live because he he's got so much energy that I can kind of play off of as well. And 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 then of course on drums. <laughs> my brother my comrade in arms as i love to say Stephen gray uh who we've been you know through the war together we've been through all the same bands so we were together in mephisto Welch, shadow project christian death sex gang children faith and muse he's you know been with me all the way frankenstein i mean we've done all these things together and um so uh having him back is really it's uh in many respects musically for me i was i said it was like being able to breathe again you know it was just very very comfortable and uh, we have a very uh, just a musical telepathy. We know what the other one's going to do before they do it. And so it's, it's like putting on an old pair of sneakers. It's just uh, it just feels right. Wow. Well, just amazing drummer. Absolutely fantastic. Unparalleled. Yeah. 
And then so and and I William, you're the you're the lead vocalist, right? And then Sarah, you've been singing now as well. What instruments do you guys uh, play on the? I mean, I know William. I know you play several instruments. I play all of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> I play rhythm, guitar, and bass. Yes, and uh, and for me, it's guitar and vocals predominantly. And so this event, um, you guys will be touring again, right? Yep. After this, because I know you were taking, I, I know we were trying to schedule the interview, and I know you were busy earlier with the tour, and then now there's a little. Uh, thank you for taking the time and opportunity right now to do this, and then I know you're going to be touring again before the the, the album is coming out, April twenty eighth, Vestige and Virgil on Set Records and Nexilis Records. People want to check that out, and the best way, of course, to find the music, your website, bellwethersyndicate.com. And and I know Sarah, you guys. Uh, I know you're you're you know you um you've been DJing as well for longest time, and uh even before like, you know you know how music is now with the digital stuff. Oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean I I mean we're I mean you and I were both like record lovers, right? I'm so glad you're doing vinyl in this as well. Yeah, it's great to to be able to do that. I love this resurgence of it. But yeah, when of course when I started DJing, it was only vinyl. And the occasional yeah. cassette tape, which was a pain <laughs> in the butt to DJ with. But once in a while, a band would give me a cassette and it was good enough to play. And then, of course, CDs. And now, so, yeah. And, and of course, you're the founder of the longest running goth event in North America called Nocturna. The <laughs> best best name ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have yet to go to the to your club. I, it's I gotta, really fun. I, I know. I got to no. check it out. I, I haven't no. been to Chicago. No. I haven't been to Chicago. I want to. Oh. I went, I went over it, but <laughs> sure, I, I got to do that. But for sure, I will. And you guys got to come to Hawaii. Oh, we'd and love do your dark it. aloha here, you know? Yeah, Spread your dark aloha. We cool. love nothing more. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, congratulations on the new album. I'm. Lo we're looking forward to playing it on the on the release date. Uh, the whole, you know, majority of the songs and and uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you guys again. And um, ho I hope to go to one of the concerts again that you guys are doing yeah that was that was a crazy time before the pandemic but uh yeah in fact i decided to um to I, sometimes i bust out this coffee mug see i don't know if you can see that that's supposed to be me so one of my friends he's um he's an artist he does all these potteries his name is uh, joey chiarello demons in my tea that's the name of his seat and it's like see, isn't that cool it's very cool <laughs> so nice. That's, that's nice. Awesome. Bad version. <laughs> cool. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you so for joining me. All right.